Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered. Welcome to the fourth episode. Good to be here. Um, uh, once again, we are uh, not sponsored by a wig store in Jersey City. That is, on, <laughs> that is on Newark Ave. Yeah, we've been trying to find it online. Well, anyway. Yeah, they haven't gotten back to us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if you happen to uh, find yourself in a pickle and you need to uh, not, you need people not to know who you are, mm-hmm. they have a, a great selection. Uh, a fantastic selection. Yeah. Long, short, you know. Yeah. And uh, we don't know exactly what the name is, but it's a wig shop. And it's uh, right by Grove Grove Street Station. Yeah, on like Newark Avenue. It's yeah. right by that store that sells everything. So, uh, all you got to do is you got to walk to the the path, and you just got to like find somebody, and then like grab them by the shoulders and go, "I need a fucking wig," you know? <laughs> and then um, they will point you. They will point you to a place with a with a great selection. Anyway. We have we have a special guest. Wait, but who are we? Oh, I'm Aaron Black. Hey, what's up? I'm Nick Luna. Nick Luna, as always. Uh, so our guest is um, Ottawa Levine, aka uh, Uncle Ottawa. Hey, Ottawa, say what's up. Uh, well, thank you guys for having me here. It's, yeah, uh, it's a real pleasure. No problem. Um, Ottawa is a uh, uh, he's been editing our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So um, and he's also. A super talented actor and filmmaker, and uh, we are just um, pleased as punch to have him on the show. <laughs> yeah, no, we are naturally giddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Delightful. So yeah, I was looking at some science. Okay. The science is good. Okay, all right, science is good. <laughs> Let's just jump right into it. Uh, quick disclaimer uh, that I, I think is important. Um, there's a lot of great... Uh, true crime podcasts out there, uh, Sword and Scale, True Crime Garage, which uh, which is we're kind of doing what they're doing. They 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 kind of drink and um, talk about crime, except <laughs> <laughs> except uh, they they drink responsibly. And, How foolish uh, of them! <laughs> <laughs> and once again, uh, the reason I mention these podcasts are, are they're they're all amazing, and they all really spend a lot of time. Uh, doing research and doing the case, going to the source material, you know, interviewing people that possibly <laughs> had some involvement. Um, we do not do any of that. None of it. None of it. <laughs> and I just want to make it clear that if you're looking for a podcast to like really like do its homework and get know, to the facts. Yeah. I will, we will give you facts. <laughs> facts will be there. We will give you facts, but it will only be from one source. Uh, this source is um, Forbidden. Dying for Love is a TV show. On um, ID. Uh, ID. Indiv- uh, investigation Discovery. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, and like, yeah. And like, uh, so, you know, there might be times throughout this podcast where you say, that sounds like bullshit. Well... There's a good chance you're right. <laughs> Especially if you know anything about the case that we're talking about. All right, so uh, we're going to start off uh, with this dude. His name is uh, Dennis Salerno. Salerno. See what I was talking about? Dennis Salerno. Salerno. Right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Dennis Salerno had a rough childhood. He started committing crimes. He's not doing too well. Uh, but he, he finds his um his calling his yeah. niche niche yeah by being a cook in Opa. prison. <laughs> so uh, this is in Ohio. He ends up getting out of prison in September of ninety seven. He opens a bakery after six years in prison with uh, the money he that was rented to him by his grandmother, and uh, there he meets a college student named. Michelle Rizzi. Oh, Rizzi. Mm, yeah. Mm. Who is a student at Bowling Green. She's 23 years old. She's a, a speech therapist. Which uh, well, she's training to be a speech therapist. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. She had a speech impediment. So, you know, so she's going to teach kids. I had a speech impediment. So, um, I... No way, really? Yeah. 
so it's it's all about like you know like teaching the la like tongue tongue on the back of your teeth la sa you know huh. it's a very personal connection to the material here. no yeah exactly <laughs> like I could tell why she might have wanted to go into that you know someone yeah. helped her she wants to help people anyway she's a better person than I am <laughs> and then mo- and I think most people and you'll pretty much find that that's most of the victims we end up profiling <laughs> that you'll li- like you'll listen to most of these true crime podcasts and you go Jesus Christ <laughs> that person was a fucking saint <laughs> the nicest people it, it, it always is it's it's um you know what's just uh, goes to show you that you know there is no God I, yeah the world's <laughs> a dark dark place <laughs> anyway um so this girl Michelle uh, Rizzi, uh she ends up walking into the um, uh, bakery, Sal's bakery, Sal's bakery, and uh, and the guy names names it Sal's bakery, but his name is Dennis. So I don't understand what the fuck that's about. Well, oh, Salerno, Salerno. Okay, uh, that's, his, that's his last name. That's, 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 that still uh, makes sense. Though. I, I guess. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I, I'm not going to call him that. It's the least crazy thing of this whole story, actually. <laughs> well, uh, like, okay, so it's a bakery that only has Italian pastries, so you can't name it Dennis. Dennis is pastry. <laughs> true. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, Dennis, you want some cannolis made by Dennis? You know, <laughs> go fuck yourself, Dennis. <laughs> I'm going to Sal's. <laughs> Can't name so, it like Shlomo's Bakery or anything exactly. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, Carmine's Bakery. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's your name? I'm Dennis. I'm Dennis. <laughs> I wanted to, make, wanted to sound like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> uh, uh, once again, we don't even know if the den- if the bakery was ever named Sal's. That's what it said in the reenactments, but you know, who knows? And by the way, let me comment that in the reenactments, they are all amazing. and They are very Absolutely. appropriately, like, everyone is cast perfectly. There's some great flirting. Oh, yeah? Ooh. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, in the reenactments. Oh, so. well, yeah, yeah. Like, when um, Dennis meets uh, Michelle, you know, you can really see, like, the on-screen, like, chemistry going on there. You, I can see Italy in your eyes. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. A very good pickup line. Yeah. yeah, which is also an insane thing to say to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I can see Italy in your eyes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, but I don't. But I, is it? I, don't know. <laughs> I never said it, so I never. You know, who knows? Yeah. Imagine um, saying that to a stranger. I've never. I've never had any uh, success whenever commenting on anyone's eyes. You know. Anyway, uh, Michelle and Dennis end up, uh, you know, just having like. Crazy ass chemistry. We're talking like fucking, you know, romantic comedy chemistry, like Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock and whatever that movie was. Uh, you know where um, where she comes back to his house in a lap. Well, anyway, yeah, it, 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 are, no yeah, strings attached or maybe one, one of those. Okay. Uh, let's go with Tom Hanks and um. You got mail, Michelle Ryan. Was I think no? It's Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yes. uh, you got mail. Yeah, yeah, they were in six of them. I wasn't thinking about. I was thinking about um, Sleepless in Seattle, uh, which is the better one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Splash. Oh yeah, they did a couple together. That's Wait, right. she was in Splash. No, no she wasn't. No. no. Right, but so. I'm just thinking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like questioning my whole just, childhood i was like wait was she in splash i'm just thinking about splash. actually i was thinking about splash this entire time <laughs> what are we talking about um anyway so like they get together they're like fucking magnets that that could pull to one another and in three weeks they marry each other like fucking maniacs. Yeah, the yeah. fuck does that? Well, uh, people, people in like the turn of the century did that all the time. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. You know, it's like you just you look so pretty. Uh, and I know you don't know me, but like, let's get married. He's like, well, since it's 1901, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're like the only guy with three counties with a horse. So, yeah. What's what's the fucking dowry? How many cows do you have? <laughs> you know. But um, anyway, that this was in '97, so so it shouldn't have been like that. But I guess they just had that kind of uh, old old timey state of mind. Mm-hmm. 
Plus, he's not a bad looking dude. That's true, actually, in the casting as well, that, you know, they yeah. just, uh, they were both very good looking dudes. And I mean, he did say that she has Italy in her eyes. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that just. And, and in the casting and the reenactment actor, I could see Italy in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Italy was in everybody's eyes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, finally, um, Michelle brings Dennis home. And, of course, Michelle's parents are, like, super concerned because, uh, you know, this is absolutely insane. <laughs> um, so she brings Dennis home, and, like, the parents meet Dennis, and Dennis comes off as very conceited. Hmm. He's all like, I have, like, an idea for a restaurant that will open in three years. Maybe it's, like, six restaurants. You know, and basically, Michelle's mom is like, uh, I still don't know if you're a psycho or not. And which so, is fair. yeah, which is totally fair. <laughs> Incredibly fair, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Dennis's mother in law, who's Michelle's mom, hires a private investigator. Finds out that Dennis was in prison hmm. um, for a couple of things bad checks, you know, uh, uh, forgery. And she tells the mom, and the mom tells Michelle, the daughter. So then, that's that's a red flag. I've been to prison. Yeah, and, and and then it takes your mom to find that out. Yeah, I I had a girl almost break up with me because I didn't tell her I didn't like cats. And <laughs> 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 so so you know you can just imagine you know what. Um, yeah, no, it's a whole whirlwind. It yeah. snowballs quite quickly. I, yeah, you know, I, I mean, like, look. Uh, you go to prison and then you join up on Tinder. You, the first thing is, I've been to prison. Dot, dot, dot. But I'm also really charming and I, I don't know. Can I weigh in on this stuff? Sure. So, like, being on Tinder, you know, you're, like, you know, putting your profile out there and stuff. And you don't, like, go out there on a date and be like, I'm divorced. That's something you lead up to. I feel like divorce in prison is similar <laughs> all right fine. you got okay, me all right. all right all right i get what you're saying you got but you gotta mention it in at a, some point well soon before you, you get married before yeah, you get married. So, yeah. within the first week it's true, especially in like, well, especially in like an accelerated thing where it's like three weeks. Hey, let's get married. Like, I feel like, yeah, at that yeah. point, you probably should mention, oh, by the way, I forge checks. That's yeah. what I like to do. And you know what? It's like, you know, as far as like what you people go to prison for, like that wasn't, I'm not saying it, it, it was right or anything to be proud of, but you know, all it they wasn't did was shameful. Forge, yeah. It wasn't like pedophilia. Yeah. yeah, you know, or like a, a violent crime or sure. a, a sexual assault or something like that. It's something you can explain through your like troubled upbringing. Yeah, and exactly. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I needed money. It's like you know, it's it was just it was just forged checks. I mean, who yeah. hasn't forged a check, really? Yeah, well, every now and then, you know, <laughs> you got to fucking Bank of America. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how you don't. That, that was my signature, you know? <laughs> I thought my name was Michael Scocloni Sc or whatever. I don't know. You could, like, come up, you could come up with, like, a reasonable story, you know? There's a... There was a movie in a, where uh, Kevin Bacon uh, plays um, a pedophile, and uh, he ends up having to tell a girl that he went to prison for pedophilia oh the woodsman the yeah. woodsman yeah never yeah. saw that one was it good yeah i thought it was pretty good it was pretty good yeah that was yeah. actually his wife uh kira knightley oh yeah Blades. yeah no no it wasn't kira knightley. no no i'm told wait <laughs> yeah. wait no i think you you guys are thinking of different movies no no no, no 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 it's no, the woodsman yeah yeah, one. yeah yeah it's like how, how many kevin bacon movies are there where about, about a pedophile yeah, exactly. yeah. there gotta well, be only one i mean like the River Wild, he's kind of like petty. We're not thinking about the River Wild. <laughs> Apollo 13, that's, that's what yeah. we're thinking about here. <laughs> he's, he's up in space like, just thinking about yeah, children. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I missed that part in Apollo 13. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, no. It, it's Kira Segwick. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's okay. Thank you, yeah. And then um, after they have sex, he comes out with... Uh, oh, by the way, I'm a, a pedophile. 
And she also stays with... Well, I, I don't know. These are very charismatic characters. Um, <laughs> it, you know, it's like you see something like that and you go, just go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, 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 what am I doing wrong, you know? I never, I never touch a kid. I never forge a check, you know? <laughs> and it turns out that I don't like puppies and all of a sudden, you know... <laughs> Everybody's running for the hills, you know. It's like this is bullshit. Um, uh, so anyway, um, Michelle uh, confronts um, Dennis and was like, "You lied to me. You were in prison." So Dennis panics, and Dennis says that while he was in prison, he had a cellmate that was a sex offender named Larry. 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 The perfect name for a sex, sex offender. offender. Yeah. Soulmate Larry, man. Yeah. Uh, Larry, his, his parents originally wanted to name him Chester, but, <laughs> but they went Larry instead. Um, Larry was a sex offender, and Larry, when the, when the lights went out in prison, Larry uh, sexually assaulted uh, Dennis. He, Larry raped Dennis. Uh, you know, Larry, I, I, Larry's a, a, a Dennis Raper. <laughs> which yeah. is not funny. It, it's not funny. <laughs> like prison rape is terrifying. But we do have a soundbite for it. <laughs> we can get along. Just fine. When they turn the lights off, I'd hear him get up and come down and And he raped me. <laughs> we can get along just fine. Yes. <laughs> Which is, uh, I guess, how it would probably go down. Yeah, and I mean, it sounds too like when you hear the sound bite, it was again just perfect casting. Like, this guy sounds like a sex offender named Larry. Yeah. <laughs> they just really knocked that one out of the park. Uh, yeah. Also, though, with the casting on Larry, I felt like they ADR'd his voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, the guy that was playing Larry didn't sa- like look as creepy as he sounded. It's but. true, yeah. Well, anyway, um, you know, basically what happened was Michelle finds out about his past. He panics. And he says, like, da, 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 past trauma. And it's, it works. So Dennis and Michelle are still together. Uh, and then weird stuff starts to happen. There's a lot of phone calls. There's a lot of hangups. Dennis starts changing, too. He becomes more despondent. He, he disappears without explanations. Uh, the phone keeps ringing, and who's ever on the phone keeps hanging up. Uh, Dennis... Tells Michelle to never pick up the phone uh, because it's a billing dispute. Yeah, from his bakery or whatever. Yeah, and he's trying to like duck like some suppliers or something. Yeah, and uh, once again, Michelle kind of like says, "Okie dokie." Yeah, I'm cool with this. Yeah, yeah. This is (laughs) this is this is totally like not not a weird thing that happens between couples. Yeah, because I'm 24 and married after three weeks. You know. I've known this guy for like two months. Can anyone know anybody better? I, I submit that they cannot, you know? <laughs> anyway, so so now we're on um, uh, February 99. So I, so he, she did know him a little longer. She'd known him for uh, three years by sure. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess they're still married. I mean... Are they still married? Who, well, who knows how well those producers did their research? Yeah, really. <laughs> so, like, I, we're relying on their research. We are. So, um, <laughs> so uh, you know, basically, if anything is wrong, we should find the name of the producers and call them out and been like, you know. It's not right. Tell, tell them. Yeah. 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 So, if anything's wrong in any of this information, blame ID. Yeah. In, you know, investigation discovery. Yeah. Which is entirely possible because the production value on those reenactments were delightful. So <laughs> they really put their Yeah, they might have like... Put yeah. all their money in the reenactments. Yeah, exactly. Really amped up the yeah. drama. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. They were like, yeah. oh yeah, this lady disappeared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like some dude who was a uh, part of the crime was like, 
yeah, no one actually murdered that dude, and they're like, yeah, well, whatever. It sounds better this way. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they were engaged for three years. Yeah. Let's change it to like three weeks. That sounds yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe they're living happily ever after. Who knows? Maybe this isn't even a crime. <laughs> maybe this whole thing was made up. Uh, anyway, so um, based on the show uh, in February of 99... Dennis had not been home for three days, and uh, Michelle's worried at this point. And finally, he's like, fuck what that guy says, I'm picking up the phone. <laughs> so he picks up the phone, and it's dun dun dun. Larry. Ooh. Larry McClanahan. Ooh. So, yeah, so uh, basically, Larry was all like, hey, I need to speak to my guy. Wait, who's your guy? Do you know who my guy is? Is your guy Dennis? Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, I'm, that was. I'm glad we took time to do that. Yeah, no, that was. <laughs> that was good. That was. I think that was better than the reenactment. <laughs> I think. I think that uh, forbidden colon. Uh, dying for love should hire you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I smell a new career yeah. as a reenactor. It's totally plausible that either of you can end up working for this for this show. <laughs> yeah, let me not burn my bridges now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were you on this podcast? No one heard of. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, sponsored by a wig shop. <laughs> they, they don't know that they're sponsoring. <laughs> You're a sponsor. It's like, what are we saying? It. Well, we basically say if you murder someone they should come to you <laughs> and you should be a, a, an accomplice to their murder anyway very disrespectful um, she confronts Dennis there's this weird kind of jump in logic a little bit yeah in the show because the next scene is Michelle getting accepted to the graduate program That's Michigan right. mm-hmm. so um, uh, one would might say I guess that she confronted Dennis and they worked it out. <laughs> yeah, they really paint her as like kind of like a smaller character in the whole thing, but she seems like kind of a strong woman that's like just yeah. trying to make this whole marriage thing work. I mean, I think she just had this like maternal thing. She wanted to take care of she wanted to take care of Dennis. Yeah, she said there's something um you know, his soul is beautiful. If people only saw what I saw, I need to date a girl like that. <laughs> 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 it's just look past everything and be like, oh, I get it. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, so open ma- a bakery. There were so, so many flaws. And like, she was just like, yeah, all right. So then Michelle is all like, I got accepted to a graduate program from Michigan. Dennis is not happy about it. Um, and then Michelle finds a letter from Larry to Dennis. No. And uh, basically the letter's all like, uh, not very rapey. It's more of a, 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 a love consensual letter. love letter yeah. type thing. So that's how she finds out that Larry was not Dennis's rapist. Larry was Dennis's lover. I think we have a voice actor that's going to read this letter right now. Do we? Yep. Dear Dennis, I miss your tender touch and your tender lips and everything tender about you. I want to give you a baker's dozen and then I want to tear a all over your face. XOXOXO. Your loving Lair Bear, Larry, the rapist. Okay, so anyway, um, Larry, uh, basically, Michelle finds a letter from Larry. And Michelle's like, you know what? I don't think, uh, I don't think Larry raped you. I think you two have been, um, just been kind of getting it on, uh, you know, because I, I'm a person with logic. and and that's what this letter leads me to believe well here's the thing um dennis and larry 
they weren't supposed to be seeing each other because they were both mm. convicts, mm-hmm. right? That's right, yeah. And look, Dennis is a huge piece of shit. True. Um, just, just not a good guy. Uh, you know, fuck him. Fuck him right up his stupid, um... Murdering? Murdering, um... But? Well, yeah, I guess. Murdering yeah. place. Not, he's not a good dude. He's not it, a good dude. But! Ugh, I said that too enthusiastically. He's not a good dude. <laughs> However, I think he was tr- trying to change. He was. He opened this bakery... He was trying to, like, get his life moving. And then he met his girl, and I think he put too much emphasis on Michelle. He saw Michelle, and I think a lot of dudes do this. He saw Michelle as his kind of, like, saving grace. If I could only be with this woman, she'll purge everything wrong with me, and I'll finally be the person that I want to be. Which, by the way, no person could ever make you like that. You gotta do it on your own. You gotta love yourself before anyone can love you. Truth. Yeah. Uh, Juan is muy guapo. So. Always. You, know, you, yeah. you do have to love yourself. Yeah. You know, like like this guy, what happened was, is I could see how this happened, but this guy got fixated on Michelle when he should have been going to fucking yoga and meditating. <laughs> he should have been like doing Pilates and just like, and just like really, you know, maybe like take a weekend and do some ayahuasca and and like and like get in touch with whatever it is you know find his soul you know you know establish that he had one that would have been good you do know like a, do like a spartan race or something yeah. like that like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah an iron man whatever exactly. yeah. the last thing he needed was 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 to get in the relationship but he met this girl and this girl ended up liking him and here's the thing like dudes we're one way when we meet people and we're totally different when we're by ourselves and he was like this one dude with her and the dude he was with her was not the dude that he was in general so he was like i'm gonna try to be this dude forever and when you're when you try to be someone you're not you um murder people yeah it does (laughs) not work out well yeah usually it ends in murder i i think I would say like 99.9% of at least the cases that we do were just people that were representing themselves as somebody else. I think most breakups, I think... Yeah, you can't lie to yourself. Go to Peru, find the shaman, do some ayahuasca, (laughs) uh, you know, um, battle with your inner demons, uh, go through the gauntlet of um, self-doubt. And come out the other side as a uh, as the victor, or you know, um, uh, drown in your own um, ayahuasca. So, yeah, <laughs> whatever happens when you take ayahuasca, I'm not sure. <laughs> if it's anything like mushrooms, um, <laughs> I could tell you that like you know, shit moves, but that's about it. You have no people like, oh, I did mushrooms the other day and I saw blah blah blah. It's like. Uh, no, you're the same fucking asshole you were 12 hours before you took it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just... I, I, I'm always wary of psychedelic warriors in general. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I've been there. Yeah. I've seen wavy lines. I yeah. get it. Yeah. From our sponsor. I was. I was. So, uh, Michelle knows now that, uh, uh, Larry was Dennis's lover. Larry was actually Dennis's lover for... The entire time, like he was seeing Larry and having consensual sex with Mich- uh, with him, when he opened the bakery and met Michelle. So Michelle says, "That's it, too much. I'm leaving," and Michelle ends up going to graduate school in Michigan. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like she's pursuing her dream. Yeah, she's saying, "You're not gonna fucking hold me down. You're not gonna hold me down. I'm gonna do my thing." Yeah, parasite, and <laughs> uh, but before she leaves, Michelle agrees not to say anything about Larry. Uh, Michelle goes to Michigan. Dennis follows her. But I mean, once she gets to Michigan, though, doesn't like she like kind of rediscover herself and start a new life and have like a bunch of friends and yeah. shit like that. When she gets to Michigan, she's she's trying to start over. Apparently, like 
super fun, super great, like tons of friends, really studious. Just like, you know, a better person than most people. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Dennis breaks up with Larry. And what? what? Yeah, Dennis breaks up with Larry. No, Why? Because he wants to follow Michelle. I gotcha. Yeah. So Dennis goes up to Larry and goes, Hey, can't, can't have gay sex with you anymore. And Larry uh, says, uh, You better watch your back. Yeah, you better watch your fucking back. Because uh, I'm a rapist. Yes. <laughs> so Dennis leaves. And that day, uh, Dennis's bakery burns down mm-hmm. to the ground. It mm-hmm. was arson. It was. Could it be Larry? Question mark. More than likely, it was Dennis. Probably Dennis. Dennis probably burned his own thing. Probably for insurance. Or for at least a story. Dennis ends up going to, uh, to Michigan to meet up with Michelle. And he basically comes hat in hand on all fours. Says, uh, please, baby, just, just take me back. You know, and and she's like, I can't, babe. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then she does. If uh, if she didn't take him back, um, we wouldn't be talking about this right now <laughs> because because there would be no story. Uh, so anyway, she takes him back, which you know is something that you see a lot of times in um, abusive relationships. And you know, I've never been in an abusive relationship, but um, it's one of those things where it's like. Someone gets almost, um, what do you call it? Uh, conditioned. I don't, I don't know anything about what it would be like to be in an abusive relationship. You know, it, I mean, it must be awful. So Michelle takes Dennis back. Then Michelle starts receiving super threatening letters. Um, who are they from? They, it's. We think it's from Larry. Yeah, no. but yeah. Yeah, all right. and and they're all like, uh, "I see you in your underwear, I see you naked." Yeah, right so like that, something like that. You know, creepy, creepy soulmate, Larry. Larry sounds a lot like Batman. Like, <laughs> Batman. like if if Batman was like, you know what? Instead of like fighting bad guys, I'm just gonna threaten the girlfriend of my lover (laughs) (laughs) my jailbird lover yeah exactly (laughs) what a weird turn Um, so Michelle is getting harassed her name is posted on an internet chat line Mm -hmm. so men are calling her up saying uh, hey you know like let's have sex Uh, this is getting really weird Michelle um, Michelle starts acting weird with her friends. Her friends are noticing like weird behaviors. Like she doesn't want to say anything. She doesn't want to talk to them. Um, in one reenactment, uh, one of the friends sees a bruise on her arm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once again, who the fuck knows if that actually happened? But uh, we'll just assume that at least something like it did. And blame the producers if it didn't actually happen. Exactly, once again. Um, Dennis starts becoming uh, very possessive. Mm-hmm. He gets a uh, completely black van with tinted out windows. For some reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For some odd reason. Yeah, he par- parks it in weird places and says things like, uh, Michelle, get over here! You know? and um, Nothing nefarious about that, of exactly, course. Exactly, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just a van you can't see into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I use it to move furniture. Yeah. <laughs> The only van I I've been in that you can't actually see it into was actually like a pretty cool van. He, the guy had a bed and a he, bunch of candy. Well, no, <laughs> he was like a hippie, and he was like, you know, you could sleep in any Walmart parking lot you want. You know, yeah, and you have like a little hot plate in there. You know, exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds great. I actually. mean, that's the life, right? <laughs> No rent, you know? <laughs> Just my black van in Walmart parking lots. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, well, that's anyway. The dream. God willing, someday. Yeah. Um, so, it, all right. Dennis is becoming abusive. You know, Michelle tell, tells Dennis to leave. Or she's going to tell everyone about Larry. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Bombshell. <laughs> yeah. 
And, uh, you know, and then she's like, don't ever call me baby. Don't ever call me baby again. <laughs> wow, what a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, we're in, um, now we're on, uh, July of 2000. Michelle is getting serious about, you know, I don't want you around, I don't want you in my life. She starts filling out paperwork. Uh, called a personal protection order. And she changes the locks mm. on her door. Mm -hmm. Naturally. Yes. <laughs> she was going to file paperwork, the personal protection order, after the 4th of July holiday. She was supposed to show up at a relative's house in Indiana where his mom was going to be. But she never shows up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a flag that is colored red. Some would call a red flag. Yeah, some <laughs> that people would call red flags. <laughs> um, because Michelle is supposed to be a very punctual person. Mm -hmm. She's very on time. You know, and Michelle says, "I'm gonna be somewhere." She's gonna fucking. She's be gonna there. fucking be there. <laughs> and if she's not there. Something bad happened. Um, anyway, so Michelle's mom calls the police. So the police go to Michelle's house, and I think this is in Michigan. Mm -hmm. They go to her house in Michigan. They find signs of foul play. Mm -hmm. Someone fucked with the locks. Yep. Someone fucked with the door. Oh, and there was a bag in her apartment that should have been taken to the party yeah it was her suitcase you know mm -hmm. this is all being discovered by the awesome rick torres oh yeah yes. which we have yet to mention by the way think of like um uh commissioner gordon from the dark knight meets <laughs> machete, bruce, <laughs> machete meets uh bruce willis from die hard <laughs> like this guy is super cop i received a call yeah, there's Torres. From Michelle's mother saying that she was concerned and she had not heard from her daughter. We get a lot of those calls where people are missing, but we always send an officer to investigate. Just like, I don't know, this guy, why, why doesn't this guy have like a movie about him? I don't, who knows? Yeah. Soon enough he will. <laughs> Just you wait. Yep. Fucking Rick Torres, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Breaking down crime in all sectors. Yeah. Like, 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 this guy is so on top of it. He'll say things like, her bag was there, but not in the place that she was. So it means she never left to that place. You know? <laughs> he is like and a And you go, Rick Torres! <laughs> what the you. fuck is going on? It's like, oh, I never would have yeah, thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Take a step back, fucking Ice T from Law & Order SVU. <laughs> Rick Torres is on the case. <laughs> yeah. He's going to posit some theories. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. going to be good. Yeah. You mean you're telling me that this girl and this guy like girl with pigtails yeah <laughs> yeah iced tea <laughs> yes, you yeah yeah, sex yeah. he's a he's a pedophile <laughs> you're a sex detective by the way that last bit was uh john mulaney yeah john mulaney on his um well one of one of them yeah all right okay so anyway yeah. not taking credit for that so because rick torres is on the case and because he's super cop he um, goes, all right, well, let's think logically about this. Who should we talk to? Oh, how about her husband? Right. Who also lied about being in jail. <laughs> uh, so they bring in Dennis, and Dennis says, I don't know what happened to her. But uh, they find a video of Dennis going into a storage unit so they say, well, let's see what the hell is in the storage unit. And in the storage unit, they find the personal protection order that Michelle was filling out. He had no reason to be in possession of this personal protection order. Mm -hmm. So that is a huge, huge, huge mm -hmm. flag of red. 
Yeah, it, it's like a red sail. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just a... It, it's like if you wore red pants to like someone's yeah. wedding. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's, like it, it's like if Rick Torres was like Moses. <laughs> <laughs> and, he was, and he was just parting the Red Sea for like the people that, you know, the Israelites, you know, just just so red. Oh, Rick Torres. Yeah. They also find a, um, like a whole bowl of undeveloped 35 millimeter film. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yes. Dude. They find a whole bowl of it. No. And, uh, you know, and like, just, I don't know uh, how many, you know, thrillers you've seen, but <laughs> anytime you find undeveloped film, uh, especially in a storage unit of a convicted felon, it's, it's never, it's never like kids eating ice cream. Or sometimes it is, but but well, that's not what the whole. Yeah. Oh shit! Right. But well, not in that yeah, context. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that old so yes, often it's no, undeveloped it's, 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 it's never it's never like innocent um, images. Yes. Okay. Well, sometimes it is. Though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's never. It's always bad. If it's like innocent pictures of like a family on vacation, that family is fucking dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these are not pictures of like Gary's retirement party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If it's like a dude named like Frank Bowling, like Frank was killed three hours later yeah. by the bowling ball that he was using. Yeah, and, and this and this role of film is fucking haunted. Yeah. And- yeah. 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 It's like the last person who owned that storage unit was like, you know, Hannibal, you know. From- <laughs> it's like that scene in uh uh, Silence of the Lambs, where she goes into the storage unit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And finds a severed head. Yeah, finds a severed head. It's like, yeah, going to the storage unit. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, she, that sounds fine. She, she, she knows. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, and then there was another turn in the case. Uh, they found a body that turned up in a truck stop. Hmm. Uh, and that body happened to be. Larry McClanahan. The fan favorite. Yes. Cellmate Larry. Larry was brutally murdered. Oh no. In a truck stop. Um, That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Oh. The truck stop where Larry's body was found happened to be 10 miles from where Michelle's car was found. In Toledo, Ohio. In... A Greyhound station. Ooh. Because, of course it's a Greyhound station that this all is happening in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds very nefarious. Yeah. Uh, That is something that uh, I should have said about, you know, 10 minutes ago. Uh, Michelle's station wagon was found in Toledo, Ohio at a Greyhound station bus. Um, and And then they went to the garage and then Larry's body came up. Mm. And the, so the body's near the car of Michelle, who happened to be found in Toledo, Ohio. I'm pretty sure that uh, nothing good has ever happened in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> I, I, I could agree with that. I yeah. couldn't even tell you exactly where in Ohio that is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a cool name, Toledo. You know? Well, yeah. My it's dad's like, best friend is like, Toledo. Yeah, That's Toledo. <laughs> Toledo, Torpedo, you know? Um, but, like, I'm pretty sure, you know, like, I had a roommate one time and um, who grew up in Toledo, Ohio, and his sister beat the shit out of him. And so, I mean, you know, there's that. Plus this. <laughs> And I feel like this is what they're known for now. Like yeah. this and the Greyhound station that they first got, which yeah. was the talk of the town when they got it. I'm sure they have some fine exports in GDP. <laughs> yeah. Now a word from our sponsor, which is not Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like, like, what's another city in Ohio? Columbus. Uh, it's like a word from our sponsor, Columbus. Columbus. <laughs> Tagline, fuck Toledo, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh. Thinking about going to Toledo? Well, fuck them. You'll get murdered there. Come to Columbus where you can see a place that was mentioned in Tommy Boy. I think Tommy what, Boy. What, some good hip hop uh, came out of Columbus for a bit. 
But we won't even get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just for a second, let's 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 go down this. Let's, all right, all sure. Right. So like R J D two and like uh, Blueprint and uh, oh, what was that group? Um, Soul Position, which was Blueprint and R J D two, amazing group. Basically, those two people all and right. their various projects. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good for them. <laughs> That's good music. RJD2 is amazing. <laughs> Blueprint's all right. I mean, you know. I like, love Blueprint. I, I feel like you've heard RJD2 before. He just makes like these epic beats mm-hmm. that are anthemic. Well, I'll tell you one thing about anthetic music. <laughs> all right. This is how I feel about anthetic music. And- I am. Wait, wait. You let me finish because I'm very passionate about how I feel about anthetic music. I'll tell you this much. When it comes to hip hop and Columbus, Ohio and anthetic music, I will tell you, I, I have extensive knowledge about anthetic music and I'll tell you what I know is, what the fuck are you talking about? What does that mean, anthetic? Who knows? Does anyone know what that means? Anthemic. Like it's like. Do you it, know what that means? I have no idea. What you know, no one knows is. what that means. You know, what it you means fucking is dork. Like the music <laughs> sounds like an anthem, so oh, it's anthemic. Oh, I, oh, okay. That wasn't actually that. Um, now obscure. I feel obscure. Yeah, right. <laughs> wasn't that obscure? All right, it's okay. I'm, okay, cool. I'm sorry. I'm I, glad we're back. We're I, black I, I owe you an apology. <laughs> okay. That actually wasn't okay. All right, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it wasn't like trying to like. What's over your head? These words upside. No, no I was no, just saying like things yeah. that are common. Well, I thought I thought you were, I was gonna be like, what does anthetic mean? And then you were gonna be like, well, if you take the square root of pi and, and then you times it and by 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 the like the, the several numerals after you know it's like three one four and then like you go like nine and plus orange. What's the numeric value for orange? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is why I hate Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> End in point. Yeah, yeah, Columbus yeah, could yeah, fall yeah. into the yeah. sea. Yeah. <laughs> Our sponsor, Columbus. Come to Columbus. <laughs> Fuck Toledo. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah. The car was found in uh, Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> and uh, then they found the um, garage where the 35 millimeter film was Mm -hmm. and um and once again nothing good on there and uh well what was on the film though right we're getting there all right cool rick torres is on the case don't you worry yeah Yeah, body turns up uh at a truck stop it was larry and the body was found 10 miles from where michelle cars was in toledo so rick torres finds out that there's video of Dennis walking into a truck stop where Larry's body is found. Dennis sees the picture of the crime scene and he just like starts talking and said Larry went after Michelle. So that's what Dennis said. Larry went crazy. He went after Michelle. He said that Dennis murdered Michelle and was all like, I took care of her little problem. (laughs) And then Larry tells Dennis... Uh, to meet me at the truck stop if you ever want to see Michelle again. I I guess I got that a little backwards. So, Larry tells Dennis to meet me at the truck shop if you ever want to see Michelle again. Then he says, I killed Michelle. Uh, Dennis says Larry murdered Michelle uh, to get her out of the way. And then orders Dennis into the shower and tries to rape him. Hmm. Uh, so... Dennis ends up confessing to killing Larry in self-defense, but he does not confess to killing Michelle or even knowing where her body is. Okay. That sounds like something a liar would say. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, um, Rick Torres goes, hmm, I bet there's something interesting on this film. And so he developed it. <laughs> That's literally what he says, mind you. Look, this might be a clue. I think it's a clue. You know? <laughs> so, he, so he develops the film. And he finds a bunch of people playing bocce ball. No, it's uh, <laughs> He finds uh, pictures of Dennis and Larry having 
100% consensual sex. <laughs> Although in the reenactments, it just looks like two friends like hanging out on the beach. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> I was I was saying that it reminded me of the scene in Heather's where uh, they kill those two jocks. And they make it look like they're gay, so they put like mineral water <laughs> there, and like in like a clown's nose, and like in like a weekend at a spa, and then the dad's all like, "I love my gay dead son," you know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Rick Torres goes, uh, "Hmm, there's these pictures, and I bet they have, uh, I bet they have stuff that could tell us stuff about the case." <laughs> And um, <laughs> and they develop into pictures of uh, Larry and um, Dennis having 100% super consensual sex. Mm-hmm. Which means Dennis was lying. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> okay, so they charged Dennis with aggravated murder of Larry, which brings the death penalty. Naturally. Yeah, exactly. Because you know Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, like I'm the licensed place. It's like, Ohio, we want to be Texas, you know? <laughs> or or Florida minus the one guy who eats people's faces. <laughs> All the other crime we could deal with, but not that dude. <laughs> Fuck that dude. <laughs> Let's not even get started on Florida. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> um, anyway, so now we're at April of 2001. Basically, the prosecution comes to Dennis and goes, like, look, if you tell us where Michelle's body is, we will take the death penalty off the table. Dennis says, all right, fine. And he leads him exactly to where Michelle's body is, which happens to be in a um, uh, landfill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He still says that he did not kill Michelle, but... Motherfucking Rick Torres <laughs> is all like, well, you know, here's the thing. I'm super cop, so I'm gonna look into this. And this is this is what Rick Torres does. He basically takes um, some mud and dirt from Dennis's shoes, and he matches that dirt to the dirt from the landfill, putting him in the crime scene. So, um, you know, good job. Yeah, and like, hats off to him. If, if any of you are saying, oh, dirt's dirt, um, you don't watch Forensic Files. There are people that study that shit. There's people, yeah. Soil experts, yeah. they are called. Yeah, you have no idea how, how far technology has grown. Like, what, what, come on. Just, you got a lot of fucking nerve saying things like, like that. Even thinking it, you know? <laughs> dirt is not dirt. Dirt is different than other dirt, okay? <laughs> and you know that. <laughs> and you fucking know that. Anyway, um, that's about it. Dude gets life in prison. A couple other things to say about this. Uh, you know, there's a whole thing about Dennis trying to challenge his personal demons. Uh, there was a person from the FBI that came in and said that Dennis was beginning his kind of like career as a serial killer. Mm. I disagree. Don't get me wrong. Dennis is a fucking scumbag. If I've ever seen one. But I think, and not to say that he wouldn't kill more people, because obviously the guy doesn't have a conscience, but I don't think he's a serial killer. Serial killers, in like what I've, you know, read and heard and seen, their motive has almost nothing to do with personal gain. It's, sure, like shreds of reality. Exactly. It's all kind of like, it's me being like, Oh, hey, hey, there's Nick. What is what is he looking like inside? I want to see what Nick looked like inside. It's, it's, it has, it's almost not even malicious. It's just me being like, like, look, I didn't want to do it, but I needed to know what your kidney looks like. Like, what do you look like? In, what is inside you, you know? I mean, that's all serial killers are, basically, people. They're not even, like, that angry. They're just like, well, what's inside, you know? <laughs> is it a clear motive? Because let's talk about that a bit. Because sure. I guess his motive, I guess, was trying to hide his relationship with his, like, friend Larry from prison. And in doing that, he was like, I should marry this woman. 
in three weeks to hide that from my... That's not why he married her. Why? Okay, okay. Why? He married her because he believed... Because he genuinely did want to change his life. And he believed that she was going to be the solution to all his problems. Which is something that a lot of dudes do. They meet a girl, get together, and they go... She's she's it. If I could just stay with her, I'll be all right. And that's not how fucking life works. Um, but but he didn't realize that. And in vain of trying to get keep her in his life, he ended up going to lie after lie after lie to the point where he could not see a way to keep her in her in his life. So. You know, it can become one of those things if I can't have her, no one can. I mean, I would like to posit a different theory. Like, I feel like he and Larry had, like, a very special connection. And then they had, like, a bad falling out. He was kind of, like, breaking up with Larry. And then he met um, Rachel. Michelle! (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So then he met Michelle. Okay. Um... Yeah, while in prison, like, you know, he and Larry had, like, the special relationship. And then once he got out of prison, the relationship didn't really, like, translate to what he essentially wanted. Kind of, like, uh, breaking up at the point. And then he met uh, Michelle. And she was, like, very, like, open and inviting and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then the transition between those two relationships didn't really pan out for Larry so well. And Larry took it really tough. But Dennis was crazy. <laughs> this is literally a love triangle. Yeah. This is pretty much the definition of a love triangle. I also feel like... You too- love a uh, right angle. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's like a love capital L. You know? Like, Larry was fucking Dennis. Dennis was fucking Michelle. And then... um, And then they both get murdered. And then they both get murdered. Yeah. But I, I also feel like, too, like, in the show, when, like, Rick Torres is, like, saying it, he's like, oh, yeah, and the FBI said, like, you know, this guy could have turned into a serial killer. And I'm just thinking, well, maybe the FBI was just trying to be nice to you. Like, there's, like, this is a really simple case to solve. But it's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's give this guy Rick Torres. Like, yeah, he would have turned into a serial killer. He's like, all right, yeah. I did. <laughs> you, you see me on the TV? I saved so many people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rick Torres. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This episode's dedicated to Rick Torres. Um, uh, there's one more thing I just uh, oh, yeah, want to sure. say about the whole thing. There was a part in the reenactment where when Michelle was missing, they handed out missing flyers. Mm-hmm. In the history of people missing, has that ever fucking worked? I would think ever. More- I feel like more often than not, or else people wouldn't do it in general. How often have you gotten your cat back when you put the posters up? I would say... Yeah, we're talking about people, though. But myself, personally, every time I put, like, a lost cat poster up, I got the cat back. Alright, yeah, but we're talking about people, though. (laughs) Whenever I see, like, a missing person poster, I'm always like... Oh man, that person's dead, bummer. <laughs> There's no way that person's not dead. You might as well be putting up posters of like mourn my mourn this dead person. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Call up so we can commiserate together. Yeah, it, like that's it, pretty it, much what it is. It, do you know stories about Bill? Do you want to talk about him? Well come meet me, because he's clearly dead, because we can't find him. <laughs> but I mean I but like Fluffy, I get why you would find Fluffy again, but yeah, yeah. Or sprinkles. But it's just like people. Yeah, people it, aren't pets. It's it's yeah. one of, it's one of those things that's like uh back in the day, maybe in like, you know, nineteen eighty one. If I went missing <laughs> and you put up pictures of me being like me with a stupid fucking grin on my face, maybe I mean, somebody yeah. would have been like, Oh, I saw that dude you know, at the uh, the pinball arcade, yeah, Atlantic <laughs> Atlantic uh, City Casino. He's he's doing the blackjack with um, 
some autistic dude and they were wearing suits. You know? <laughs> like that could have been like somebody could have that that was plausible because like I could have been like, look, I found this guy and he's clearly a genius. No one knows it. And he happens to be my half brother. I'm gonna take him to Atlantic City. Uh, because he could clearly make me millions of dollars. I wouldn't tell a fucking soul about that. That makes sense. <laughs> anyway, uh, I had a blast, you guys. Yeah, no, this is great. Delightful. Uh, let's Thank do some plugs, maybe. Alright, uh, yeah, I mean... Well, here, uh, Anola, you have any plugs? So the wig shop in Jersey City, (laughs) we are still waiting for your call. Yeah. You are a welcome sponsor. If you happen to murder your gay lover to keep it a secret from your fiancé, come to the wig shop. (laughs) (laughs) We got you covered. Oh. I like that tagline. That's a good tagline. You see? We got you covered, parentheses, your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Nick Luna over at uh, Twitter at uh, Nicky Luna. And then at Instagram at Nicholas Luna without an H. You can go to my website if you want. Yeah. Yeah. What you got? Uh, I have a website called uh, Aaron Black is Funny. Question mark? No, just kidding. AaronBlackIsFunny.com. <laughs> Would like to do a disclaimer that we're not trying to be insensitive, um, and that we're just trying to talk through these cases. And you know what? Uh, you know we're all kind of like suffering from the human condition, and I think the only way to all make it through is to f- find the inner peace and humanity in all of us. And we we recognize that humanity, and we see its light and. <laughs> Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered. Love is amazing, but it is also bullshit, it might get you murdered. You're rocking with the best, Nikki Luna and Aaron Black. Check the podcast out on iTunes. Peace and love, but not really, because it might get you murdered.